Hi there. It is Sunday, June 13th. I was uh, trying to do the look-see and this other piece kept coming in. So I decided I would share it with you. It's long. It's long. This is the big picture part two. Um, so I, I think in part one, I, um, I talked about the um, like this bigger, more interesting history that's happening in the background history that we have not been taught. And that included some information about other civilizations and ET groups, as well as the Fourth Reich, all trying to get control of the planet. Everybody wants to say, I ruled the world. So in part two here, I'm going to zero in on what's been happening in the United States as the biggest, most powerful nation on the planet, which I think we still are, um, we would be the ones targeted by anyone trying to get control. If they can get us out of the way, everybody else would be a piece of cake. So some of the information here, there's three parts to this. The first part is taken from my book, Consciousness and Energy, Volume 2, or uh, Volume 4, sorry, Chapter 2, entitled The Plan. And in that, I lay out the ground operation that's been going on in the U.S. for half a century. Um, and I don't know if I would have thought anything was out of place or unusual if I had been born in the middle of this operation. But I had almost 25 years of life experience and observations before things started to change. And I was repeatedly struck by the loss of rights, of freedoms, the loss of a sense of decency and honor in business and in government. Um, all of that bothered me greatly, but I wasn't able to pull it all together until the attack on the World Trade Center towers. I knew from then on that someone or something was trying to take us down. So let's begin with chapter two of Consciousness and Energy, volume four. And then uh, I'll go on part, the second or the middle piece of this whole thing is this, the stuff that I was seeing that we're up against right now. It's, oh, you know, it's not meant to take you down, but it, we need to see it. And then the last part, I'll go on to share, to share um, some ideas, some suggestions that may be helpful. Okay. So chapter two starts out. In order to see the big picture, we have to envision the entire planet, all of her countries, all of her people, and all of her resources as the game board on which the play will proceed. A group of international corporate bankers that we are gonna call the cabal has been seeking to control the world without having to bother with laws or interference from national governments, borders, or the laws set out by each country. In the mind of the cabal, the US had to be taken down because it was powerful enough to ruin their plan. Asia would become the new center of power around the globe with China as the new superpower. The Chinese are very astute and they have long centuries of experience in dealing with fools and swindlers. 
the secret Chinese attitude was that they would let this cabal make China the new center of world power, and then they would dispose of that cabal as naive fools who thought they were going to control China. In sharp contrast to this, the attitude of the cabal was that China was the new puppet and was dumb enough to allow themselves to be infiltrated, after which they would be collapsed, just like the U.S. Iran and North Korea were to be used as puppets to start wars that would help lower the number of people on the planet. The destruction that occurs during a war would provide continuous need for rebuilding homes, buildings, roads, transportation, communication systems. And Iran and North Korea could also be used as threats or to intimidate other countries, which was very handy as far as the cabal was concerned. So I have a list here of some details in the New World Order plan. Okay, first, gain control of all banking and financial systems. Use the banking system to control people as needed. Develop credit scores to control financial compliance and assure a steady flow of money into the system. Set up sources of income from unsuspecting taxpayers skim that tax money, skim it for payoffs, for developing and implementing new and hidden forms of energy, for developing new weaponry, for developing proprietary healing technologies, for building underground cities that serve as hidden power centers, command centers, and places of safety or refuge for the cabal. Another source of income would be produce and sell drugs. Invade Afghanistan and replant the major poppy fields. Construct opium processing plants. Ship drugs back to the U.S. through places like Mena, Arkansas with Bill Clinton's help. And across the U.S.-Mexico border with help from Bush Jr., John McCain, and others all handled by Poppy Bush, whose nickname had nothing to do with being a husband or a father. Make the drugs illegal and institute mandatory prison sentences for those caught selling, using, or possessing any illegal substances. Then build and license private prisons. Guarantee investors in the prisons a minimum number of prisoners and then force those prisoners to work for pennies while working on projects for the government. People in jail often are forced to work on government projects for 25 cents an hour. Next part of the plan, develop and extend the flesh markets. Flesh markets are anything having to do with people, humans. So first, hire mercenary soldiers create secret private armies, train and arm those armies as terrorists, send them wherever needed because this circumvents international laws regarding war and invasions.
Create false flag events as needed to distract from any real news that might cause people to question what's happening or that should be known, thought about, or acted upon. All those false flags are huge distractions. Procure sex slaves. Collect children through kidnapping or deals with parents. Sell them to politicians, bankers, CEOs, Hollywood stars, and other powerful people. Develop the pedophilia markets. Set these up through orphanages, social services, adoption services, child protective services, and underground networks. Sell them to religious leaders, bankers, politicians, CEOs, etc. Practice child sacrifice to satisfy old gods. Facilitate this by kidnapping, especially during chaotic natural disasters, or paying young women to have babies and then handing over the babies. Sell to those who worship Lucifer. Sell to those who produce adrenochrome-filled blood. Sell to those who prefer human meat. Develop the organ markets. Track desirable organs with compatible blood types through blood banks and online programs such as 23andMe. Kidnap and murder people in order to harvest their organs. Sell these organs to hospitals and clinics. Sell to wealthy individuals who are in need of a heart, a liver, kidney, lung, or other physical material and do not want to wait or can't afford to wait on a hospital list. Begin the slow, careful process of moving the center of power from the West to the East and from the U.S. to China. Find weak people without ethics or morals and put them into power or into agencies and then direct their votes and their decisions. Pay them with money, sex, power, children, guns, blood, drugs, or whatever form of payment they ask for. Slowly move manufacturing out of the U.S., starting with steel, then other commodities, one year at a time, such as aluminum, rare earth metals, cars, computer chips, computers, cell phones, clothing, tools, small appliances, even specific foods, working steadily to take over these industries, one each year for 20 years. Next, take over the Middle East and control the oil the world needs, starting with Iraq and continuing with Syria, Lebanon, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, Iran, and Venezuela. Remove or destroy world leaders who refuse to cooperate or capitulate. For example, Muammar Gaddafi of Libya and Bashar al-Assad of Syria. Next, gain control of the media and social narrative using Operation Mockingbird. Put CIA agents into major newspaper companies and other media outlets. Pass laws that make it legal for the mainstream media to print propaganda instead of news, facts, and deep analysis of events. 
allowed China to buy Hollywood production companies and theaters while engaging in copyright infringement at will in order to sell propaganda, act as an instrument of cultural change. Movies are a huge instrument of cultural change. Introduce Luciferian rituals and rules. Use movies as a messaging system that introduces socialist thinking. Provide a source of income to the cabal. Hollywood's very lucrative. Provide sources of beautiful people who can be used for sexual payoffs and favors. Next, develop a hidden network of psychiatrists, psychologists, and therapists who are skilled at A, splitting a human mind into multiple personalities, then hypnotizing one of those personalities to kill on command, or hypnotizing those personalities to immediately commit suicide on command after they have done some sort of murder, and B, use this psychiatric network to create sleeper cells individuals who will carry out mass shootings on command. Next, use false flags to create pressure to remove the Second Amendment, thus getting rid of the right to bear arms. Next, control the presidency, the Supreme Court, the district court system, and Congress. Rig the voting machines in order to put chosen people in power. If someone unapproved, is elected president, assassinate him or her and make his life or make his life miserable until his term is up and a new president or judge or congressman, whoever, can be put in place by the cabal. Set up a sophisticated surveillance system to track what's going on among resistance groups and stay ahead of any challenges to authority. Control the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, the DIA, etc. Set up the Five Eyes program to get around U.S. laws against spying on U.S. citizens. Kill anyone who figures out what's going on or gets in the way. Pass laws that weaken the Constitution and people's rights while pushing for a constitutional convention that would, in effect, gut the main protections and rights it contains by countering them enough to make them irrelevant or inert. Next, gain control of agriculture, seeds, and the food supply. Set recommended daily allowances that will barely keep people alive and never achieve robust health. Keep nutrition levels lowered, which will keep IQ lowered. It'll keep also emotional instability high and health marginal to poor. Can't have a healthy population ready to fight if they're all sickly. Promote a food pyramid that recommends against the critically needed fats that prevent dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and obesity. Engineer seeds that will not reproduce in an open pollinated manner so that they must be repurchased every year. Make it a crime to collect and grow one's seeds from plants grown privately. 
promote agricultural use of highly poisonous pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, combined with heavy metals and newer forms of chemicals that interfere with basic biological processes. Create stiff obstacles for organic growers in the form of expensive fees, nuisance inspections, massive amounts of paperwork, etc. Plant harmful bacteria and other organisms in public restaurants that move toward organic foods or that balk at food regulatory practices and fees. Next, set up international trade agreements such as the Transatlantic Trade and Investment Partnership, TTIP, that can be used to channel money, food, goods, and jobs to various countries as desired, create shortages as needed anywhere in the world, undermine every country's ability to be self-sustaining, and continue to destroy the U.S. workforce and manufacturing base. Next, gain control of the medical system. Develop and control the pharmaceutical system as a major source of income. Make it illegal for an MD to recommend any form of natural healing. Price drugs so that Americans are kept poor and sick. Force doctors to order a minimum number of prescriptions, surgeries, and other procedures, or be fired by the hospital or for failure to reach quotas that support the hospital. Emphasize treatment with drugs that will alleviate symptoms, but never address the underlying cause of a condition so that healing never happens and people continue to take drugs forever. Murder natural medicine doctors. Murder or imprison scientists who research and support natural medicine or who reveal the truth about vaccines or negative side effects of drugs. Murder and obstruct journalists who try to educate people about the value of real healing versus drugs and surgery. Market and spin information about medical experiments and breakthroughs so that their resemblance to the torture methods of Nazi doctors in concentration camps is not obvious. Next, gain control of the education system and design curriculum, curricula that, are, that will dumb down the majority. Teach basic reading and basic math, no penmanship, minimal science, and a sanitized version of history so that skills and perception are kept at a minimum. No critical thinking. Fast track those who excel in high school and college into high paying positions, making sure they absorb and are rewarded for abiding by the principles of a one world, one government, socialist order of control and high tech development. Teach everyone that they need a job to survive and then control the jobs. 
Make sure people do not know how to survive in nature so that they remain dependent on jobs. Next, create institutions and private foundations that can be used to launder money and promote socialist agendas while serving as slush funds and private pocketbooks for the cabal, private pocketbooks. So that includes the Clinton Foundation, Nancy Pelosi's foundation, the McCain Institute, numerous Soros-supported foundations such as moveon.org, the Clinton Health Access Initiative, the Environmental Protection Agency, fund, fund foundations also that promote socialist agendas. And those include the Ford Foundation, the Kellogg Foundation, the Pew Foundation, other foundations. And when all of this is up and running well, embark on the 16-year plan with its final initiatives. First, collapse as many national borders as possible. Next, get control of the leadership in several countries in order to use them to threaten the rest of the world. Iran? North Korea? <laughs> Next, start wars as necessary. Create massive destruction of cities and towns in Muslim areas, creating millions of refugees. Encourage and even pay millions of these refugees to resettle in other countries, resulting in chaos, the collapse of cultures, and overwhelmed nations. All of which furthers the goal of collapsing nations in order to implement the new world order. Next, insist on laws that allow Muslim refugees into Christian countries in the hope that war will break out between them. Uh, carry out secret agendas for the benefit of the cabal, such as sell top secret blueprints of how to build nuclear weapons to a couple of countries like North Korea and Iran. Then supply those countries with uranium the Hillary Clinton Uranium One deal. Then help Iran and North Korea build nuclear weapons while keeping this very quiet. Publicly label these countries as rogue countries who threaten world peace, but then in the background, force these countries to provoke war. Expand the war to start World War III which will reduce population and cause prodigious spending on arms and weapons as countries take out massive loans, digging themselves deeper into a debtor's hole. When these indebted countries can't pay back the loans, force them to turn over all their natural resources to the banking system, known as austerity leaving the people of the country absolutely impoverished and their government hogtied and unable to do anything for their own people. So, that's really as far as I want to go with chapter two um, and the ground operations going on in the U.S. for the past 50 to 60 years. So now this next piece is um, 
It's what I saw while trying to do this month's look-see. What I saw was not pretty, okay? So don't be discouraged. We need to know where we've been and where we're at so we can clearly decide where we want to go from here. So number one, beings, reptilians, who want to take over the planet begin hybridizing humans many years ago in an effort to create people more like them. This begins in the mountains of Western China and Tibet. Two, when World War I ends, these same reptilians come into communication with Germany and the Nazis. The Nazis are invited to build and operate advanced weaponry with help from the reptilians. Why did they choose the Nazis? Why did the reptilians choose the Nazis? Because the Nazis wanted to take over the planet themselves. And it's a smart choice to find and work with someone that you don't have to convert to your way of thinking. You just use them. Number three, these reptilians then helped the Chinese to catch up to and compete with the U.S. economy by feeding the Chinese egos and dreams of power and control of the world. This help consisted of introducing the Western bankers, also known as the Rothschilds, to those in the Communist Chinese Party and helping the CCP to formulate a takeover plan of their own. Number four, the Chinese empowered by their early successes and a relationship with the Rothschild bankers developed a plan that involved infiltrating key people into the US system and focusing on the development of a bioweapon that would decimate the population of the West making takeover easy. Number five, the Chinese got the bioweapon ball rolling by testing the coronavirus on their own people. They then arranged for media cameras to be there to record authorities dramatically locking people in their houses and apartments, ostensibly to stop the virus. But it was really just a show. This example of how to respond to the virus then led the U.S. to copy, but the lockdowns were on a completely different scale. Key people in positions of power in the U.S. were complicit in this lockdown. The first goal being to impact the economy and the second to keep people apart keeping them apart, thwarts cooperation and private communication. And thus it forces them to communicate over social media, all of which could be monitored. Number six, once the lockdown had done its job, the next step was to get people to take the vaccine, thus taking themselves out. And that's where we're at right now. Okay. People are choosing, people are choosing. Number seven, the next step will be to start a war or some version of a war that will draw American and Western militaries to one region. 
maybe Iran, maybe Taiwan, maybe even Vietnam, since I kept seeing Vietnam come up again and again. Uh, and then once Americans are all distracted and over somewhere else fighting, have Chinese soldiers come into the US over the southern border, the northern border, the western coastline, and some of the remaining underground tunnels that lead to key military bases. This would be a chaos maker. Any type of war, even a little bit of a war, be a chaos maker. With our military partly overseas and the rest being indoctrinated with anti-American propaganda, the only alternative would be nuclear war or collapse and surrender. Since some of the military generals are in cahoots with the Chinese, Nazi, reptilian, Rothschild takeover, we, the people, are and would remain merely subjects who would have to deal with whatever occurs. Number eight. The next thing would be the, die, the beginning of the die-off if it hadn't already started. The die-off would be so stressful as to almost paralyze the American people, making any useful response to the takeover almost impossible. People caught in grief are ineffective and cloudy in their thinking. When family members die, there's also a huge amount of reorganizing and restructuring of life, all of which is distracting and stressful and takes a great deal of time to deal with. Number nine, following all of this would be the very nasty shakeout in the power hierarchies. The Chinese would be targeted first for destruction now that the takeover is complete and they are no longer needed. This would be done by the Nazi reptilian group. They would just take out the Chinese. And they have all sorts of inroads and all sorts of knowledge as to who the key people are. Those in the U.S. who helped with the takeover would be next to be taken out. Ditto for the Rothschild family and their key players. The only ones left would be the Nazi reptilian group, most of whom have been interbreeding and working together for almost 80 years and are now in pretty much control of the planet. Too late, that's number 10. Too late, we realize the stupidity, the blindness, the naive immaturity of our fascination with meaningless trivia and the deadly seriousness of what was right in front of our faces, but which we didn't or couldn't or refused to see. At that point, we enter a new world order for which we have zero preparation or understanding. Number 11, the result is that many give up and die. We drop to a world of only half a billion people. The takeover is complete in 10 or 11 easy steps with minimal destruction or fighting. The reptilians run the planet and people of earth who had a chance to step into a new paradigm based on a beautiful and open array of possibilities do not make that step. 
In other words, the ascension is off. The few who survive remain in victim mode and add the term slave to their self-image. A few generations down the road, the entire planet is populated by reptilians and their hybrid people. So that's the end of the middle part. None of the above is particularly happy making. But the good news, the really great news, is that we are waking up to the whole plan. It is late, but it's not too late to make critical changes and to support those who are trying to make those changes at the, uh, call the higher levels, the upper levels of our government and financial system, etc. So, um, the timing here is, is what's really important. It's critical. Because it is so late, we will probably have to go through a few really rough months when the outlook is pretty dark. So the dollar may crash, which will then crash our entire economy. People who got the jab may not be well enough to work or take care of family. Defaults on loans and mortgages may increase dramatically. There may be internet outages here and there, just continuous rolling nuisances. Biden may go to meet his maker, which will leave us vulnerable and in chaos. The Arizona audit may reverse the election or cause a new one to be held. Rumors and threats fly. Riots and local fighting may erupt. We may become party to a war that is designed to suck us into the fray. Even one of these scenarios is disturbing, but it looks like we are headed into a perfect storm that is powerful enough to sink the good ship USA. If this occurs, don't panic. Remember all those times you wish something would change or be different? Well, here it is. This is not the time to freak out. It's the time to see the world with quiet clarity and to recognize what is most important to you. Okay, don't forget that. It is time to move your life in a direction that satisfies you at the deepest of levels and to be ready to help in whatever ways you can. So have a bit of food, water, money, and medicine on hand, just in case. And then take a little time to answer the question, what is most important to me or to my family? Is it my children? Is it food? Is it the ability to get out of the city or out of the county or out of the country? Is it health? Is it freedom? Is it a gun? Is it something else? We are at a watershed moment in history. This is a moment when everything changes. So be ready to use this moment as a springboard into something you have always wanted to do, but didn't want to cause yourself any disruption. The disruption is here. So use it if you can. 
Think about your weaknesses and how not to get caught in them. Yesterday, I saw a little sign when I went to get strawberries that said, if you stumble, make it part of the dance. Good advice. Above all, decide beforehand where your ethics, boundaries, and habits are. Can you maintain a calm center even when your knees are shaking? Are you honest? Do you believe that there is not enough for everyone? Or are you based in generosity, knowing that there'll be more coming? Do you shoot first and ask questions later? Or the reverse? Ask questions first and avoid the shooting. Do you assume that tomorrow will be like today, or do you recognize that each day has to be created anew? People who assume that tomorrow is gonna to be like today are the people who are not ready. Don't be one of those people. Do you ask the universe for guidance? Or do you complain about everyone else as if your experience is their fault? Are you patient with all things? Can you hear the trees weep and see the animals cry when things go badly in the world? Are you ready for your life to end? What if it did end? Even more importantly, are you ready for life to begin anew, differently? These are the kinds of things that you do to prepare to walk through the fire in case things get hot. Once you have done that, felt the fire and resolutely kept going, the world is a new place because you are different. The USA has to go through this process because we have been the center of world power for a long time. But keep in mind that the rest of the world is going through the same thing. A lot of other countries, same problems, same issues. This is our planet. This is our home. This is our fight. Don't give up if it gets a little rough. Keep your eye on what you cannot see. Keep your heart open. We will have to reorganize a lot of systems because the old ones are not workable anymore. A new world is coming. Hold your center. Thank you for listening. And that's the end of the big picture part two. And I'm hoping to create the big picture part three which really takes a deep look at a different unfolding of events with a totally different and uh, I'm gonna say more interesting, more positive, more powerful, I think way more attractive outcome, but you have to hold your center in order to get there. Okay, thanks for listening again. Okay.